Welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Stories That Shape Us is a daily podcast where I share my perspective on how different experiences influence our view of self, how we interact with others, and how we show up in the world. Hello and welcome to this episode of Stories That Shape Us. I'm closing out the conversation around boundaries by talking about boundaries and emotions. When I was doing the last episode around being the boundary, it just, it came to me how much when we are setting limits and when we are showing, when people don't honor our limits, how much that is disrespect and how much respect is connected to boundaries. But some of the things that may impact respect might be the way we respond, the way we manage our own emotions. So when we are a boundary, we treat people with respect and we get that back in return. Um, we can't respect some people and not respect some others, but we, are, we, are, we also gain respect based on our conduct, based on who we are and how we are and how we represent ourselves. So when we when we are when we talk about emotions when we are for example something happens and we are we allow ourselves to become angry and i say we allow ourselves because we can we can manage that we can learn how to manage our anger or we can learn how to manage our passive aggressive behavior our condescending tone our superior attitude uh, our outburst of frustration and irritation however whatever the whatever the emotions are that is your go-to it's important to understand what the underlying factors are and then you can manage the, the result which is the the outburst of emotions so when we are not in control of that when we don't allow ourselves as ourselves to know ourselves to that extent then that's when emotion will manage us and not we be in control of the emotion. So we have to allow ourselves to know ourselves, allow yourself to know yourself, to know who you are, to know the things that triggers you. What are those things that send you in sadness and you use anger as a coping mechanism, as a way to cope? Anger is your go-to, maybe because you're not allowing yourself to feel, to be with the feelings, because sometimes... Not sometimes, it's not easy to be with uncomfortable feelings. And often we have to learn how to do it. It comes with practice. And I say to my clients, people in my groups who attend my retreats, I say, sit with the feeling. Sometimes it's not easy to sit with uncomfortable feelings, especially when those uncomfortable feelings are well known, they're coming from way down. And we have to sit in that discomfort. We have to sit in it. And we don't know what the outcome is going to be. But when we sit with it, allow ourselves to understand it so that we're not giving anybody else responsibility for, our, for how we feel. Nobody else is responsible for our sadness or our anger. And this might seem really challenging to you, especially if you're in an abusive situation and you're thinking, well, they made me feel this way. And they, the things that they do influence the feeling. That's true. 
but working through it and healing from it, it's going to be a job that you, you'll have to do. And there are many, many resources and support available for you to be able to do that. And, and friend, I have to tell you, it's really worthy work. Because when you do that work, you become stronger and you are able to make better decisions, different kind of decisions. You get to see situations clearer and you, you, know, you get to move on um, differently. So being able to understand, we have to understand our emotions in order to, to manage them. And emotional intelligence is really important because we can have intellect. But when we're emotionally intelligent, when we're intelligent to our emotions, then that's where it, it, it really does help you in terms of setting limits, living by them, allowing uh, or enable other people to respect you. Because I never forget, I went to a, a week of raw food cook. I was going to say raw food cooking. There was no cooking happening, but we were learning raw uh, how to prepare food beautiful, tasty raw food. And she was a raw food chef and she was lead in the kitchen. And we were doing so many, we were learning so many new and different activities, different foods, how to prepare sauces and fill in raw, delicious raw food. Right. And so one day we were making a special sauce using lots of expensive ingredients and we did it wrong. We didn't follow the ingredients strictly and we did it wrong and it didn't taste. When she came now to us, it was fine because we didn't know any different. She came in, she looked at it, she tasted it and she said it was wrong. She said, you, you didn't follow the instructions and you did these things incorrect. And so we weren't afraid, but I was very, I was very curious as to what would happen next. But because I'm used to being in situations like that where what happens next is an outburst of emotions, an outburst of anger and frustration and the mood shifts and everybody's tense and but none of that none of that i never saw her her face change the atmosphere didn't change in the kitchen nothing shifted and she managed it with this sweet spirit so that got my attention and over the course of the week we made mistakes again and it's the same attitude that she had nothing shifted and at the end of the week i had to go to her and i said how do you manage how did you manage to not allow yourself to become upset or annoyed when we made those mistakes? And I don't remember what she said, but those things stay with me because I, I didn't, I'd never seen that because what I've seen around me was people that would allow themselves, people who weren't in control of themselves, who would allow themselves to become angry and frustrated and would act out the anger and frustration. I'm sure it was frustrating because she is the chef, she, the food represents her, we needed to get it right as a representation of her. So we had to do it again, that was her boundary. We had to do it again, and this time we did it again, and we used, the, we did the right things at the right time, followed the instructions, and it came out perfect, according to her, right? So when we are, when we are thinking about being a boundary, when we're setting boundaries, we have to think about how we're going to manage our emotions and manage ourselves. Sometimes that's why people don't set boundaries because they're afraid of pushback or they're afraid of the boundary not being respected and honored and what they feel the recourse is available to them. And so sometimes people use aggression as opposed to learn how to be assertive 
When you're assertive, you can express yourself really clearly. You take power back by being in in a full uh being a full person with with agency of self with your with your ability to be in control of your emotions to be able to speak very clearly to express your opinion to ask for what you need to respect other people's opinions and to know that yours don't supersede theirs and vice versa so you're able to respect be respected and it's in those places where boundaries tend to thrive better. So if you're having relationships and there are boundary ruptures all over, the people are violating your boundaries, take a check on you and understand what am I doing wrong? Who am I? Do I understand? Am I managing my emotions? Am I expressing myself clearly enough? Am I communicating my needs in a way that there is no gray areas, people understand me. Am I being respectful of others? Am I valuing other people's opinion and, and allow myself to hear it? Is there anything that I need to learn about myself that would help me to set and maintain better boundaries? Friend, if you've not done that, if you see that you're living a life where there's some deficits around boundaries, I want you to know that it's really important that you learn how to do it. It will change your life. It's worthy work. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story.